0: Hey, we're at Hoagie's Garage tonight, Tobe. How's it going? I can't complain. I'm thinking I need a nap, though. For some reason, I'm tired today. I don't know what it was, but...
1: Boy, I, I came over a little late. You were already saw on the it, couch. I was pretty close.
0: I wasn't <laughs> quite there, but...
1: I, I could have uh, took a little nap. Wouldn't have hurt my feelings. Yeah, yeah. Well... I guess the good part is is we only have one tonight, so yep. you can go home and go to bed early. So. Yeah,
0: well, I say that all the time, too, but then it seems like it's always 10.30 before I get to bed yeah. anyhow, so I don't know. Well, it's
1: my own fault. Then it's your own fault, Yeah, told. yeah. I'm not blaming anybody but myself. Yep, yep. Well, I've had a bunch of people come up to me and say, last week's podcast, we had Chris Frank and then Dominic Selzy and... Um, both did a tremendous job. Both did great, but man, there's so many people that said that Dom Selzy is oh, just yeah. hilarious. Well,
0: we knew he was going to be fun. Just We've
1: seen him enough times, they give him the microphone. He's always entertaining. And I think, I think Shane Ranke said it best. Shane Ranke retweeted a tweet and said... Dominic Selzy didn't just answer the question. Oh, he no. had a story for every question. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, that's spot on right there. Yep. Because even in the rapid fire, he would, oh, like, yeah. break oh. down every yeah, well, he <laughs> had to break down the food groups and everything but, else, but. Um, before we get going with uh, Justin Peck tonight. Yep. Yep, Should we got a good Justin one. coming on. Got an all-star on tonight. Yep. Um, Sean Quinn, our buddy out in uh, Fresno, California, has a special thing going on. Um, this and, coming weekend, right? Yeah, it's October 8. Time is at 10 o'clock. Uh, it's a benefit ride honoring our veterans and first responders. It's at the Harley-Davidson um, place at 4345 West Shaw Avenue in Fresno, California. And its registration begins at 9.00. At the Fresno Harley, uh, bagpipes honoring honor guard and live rendition of the national anthem to open the event. That'll be cool. Yeah, and then there's uh, barbecue, live music at 12. Silent auction booths. Um, I actually sent one to him, Tobe, and says, "Is there any way people that aren't from California to possibly bid on some oh. of those?" C- C- and yeah. he said he's going to work on it. So I don't know if he's going to be able to get anything maybe, there or not. Maybe he's got something Everything to to will probably for the be, garage. Everything will probably be priced way too well, high for us. It,
0: sometimes them auctions
1: get that way. But, but we could get lucky. You never know, right? There's um, hope. But if it raises more money that way, great more for them, 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 right? Yep. So, because all proceeds will go to our hero's dreams. Um, don't need a motorcycle to enjoy the vent. So... I just wanted to give a huge shout-out to that, because hey, Sean has become yeah. a really good friend for us. He does yeah. a lot of uh, contacts for us out there, and we follow his race car driver a lot. So
0: and You don't ride cycle, but I ride cycle. When there's cycle riding and food involved,
1: it's a win-win for me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, hey, we're lucky. Um, so, where's Justin Peck from? That's going to be a good question
0: to ask him, because I'm not real sure. <laughs> he runs with the All-Stars, so he travels all over, but... Yeah, I don't know if it's PA or where it is. uh, Somewhere between here and the East
1: Coast. That's what we're going to go with. I don't think he's not a California guy, so. So. we'll hopefully he tells us or we'll have to ask him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so when we come back, we have Justin Peck on. Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete
0: livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind. Since 1979, call Trim at 800 831 8553 that's fulkins brothers trucking um call trim at 800-831-8553 and thank you fellas for being part of our show all right we're back here at Ogie's garage with justin peck um justin um just give us a little info on yourself family so on
2: yeah uh, well i'm um obviously i'm a sprint car driver um uh, you know i i uh, my hometown is uh monrovia indiana uh it's just right outside Indianapolis. you know that's where my uh that's where my parents live that's where my brother's at um you know and then right now i'm spending a lot of mo- most of my time out here in pennsylvania you know racing and stuff like that but uh i always try to go home um yeah that's really about that's, that's about it man it's uh being on the road you know you don't actually get to go home a whole lot so i <laughs> seem to spend most of my time out here
0: <laughs> it, it does keep you busy that's for sure
2: uh, yeah yeah it's uh you know it's, it's pretty fun man but uh Weeks like this, it has been raining all week. You know, we're supposed to race Tuesday at Lincoln, um, and then we're going to Fremont this weekend to close out the All Star season. And you know, Lincoln's been postponed two two days now, so now we're uh, racing tomorrow at Lincoln, and we got to drive over to Fremont Ohio to race Friday. So it should be should be fun times.
0: Yeah, it'll be <laughs> a long night.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's uh Well, I think I think what we're gonna do. I think we're gonna come back to the shop. Uh, it's like seven hours, so I think we can uh, we come back to the shop. There's a car wash right down the street. Wash up. Uh, you know, pull a little bit of maintenance, and then uh, load it back up in the box, and we're gonna leave about seven in the morning.
1: Okay. Well, that won't be
0: too bad, bad <laughs> enough,
1: but not too bad, right? <laughs> yeah, that's. It uh, could be worse.
0: <laughs> that's why the young guys are doing that, bud, and we're just sitting here talking on the phone. That's right.
1: <laughs> um, give us uh, a little bit how you kind of came into racing. Um, what did you start with, and how'd you kind of go through the ranks? Yeah, so uh,
2: I started out racing quarter south. I think I was five, um, something around there. You know, I was four or five years old, somewhere in that time frame. Uh, my dad took me down to uh, Gasoline Alley. Or, I'm sorry, not Gasoline alley. At the time, it was called Gasoline Alley, but took me down to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, there was a quarter midget race going on in the infield, which I think now they, they call it the Little Brickyard or something like that. But, uh, yeah, that was, like, my first taste of, uh, like, like seeing that I could race or, like, seeing, you know, what my options were and stuff like that. Uh, I thought it looked pretty cool, so we went out, uh, started racing race quarter midgets. We won the second race out. Um, and then from there, you know, we got into the micro stuff, uh, did some of the candy midget stuff, did, uh, payment late models, uh, went back to dirt, did, uh, you know, did the dirt midget stuff and then did some non-wing sprint car racing here and there. Uh, not a whole lot of that and then jumped up into wing cars and, uh, I think I'm home. I think I'm here to stay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> huh? You're doing awful good. Did, did you say you won your second race out ever?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, at mini Indy, um, it's at the Indianapolis state fairgrounds.
0: Now, I'm gonna assume there was more than one car in that race so that's fairly impressive if you can win the second race out if you've never raced before
2: yeah it was uh you know I don't know we were just it was something I was you know right off the bat it was something I picked up pretty quick um, you know and I, I had a lot of fun doing it you know but like at that time it was a little bit different you know it's uh it, at that yeah I don't know how to explain it but at that time we were winning a lot right like it's not a, it's not a professional racing and everyone's kind of getting learning you know you're racing yep. against kids your age Um. And we, we won a lot in that stuff and then went up into the, the micro stuff and kind of got humbled a little bit, you know, won, still won some races. It just took a little bit of time to get there. Um, and then getting up into the professional stuff like the midget racing and the sprint car racing, man, it was, uh, it was like a whole new world. You know, you race, race against professional race car drivers that do it, you know, 90 times a year, 100 times a year. So uh, it's uh, it, it, it's been a lot of fun coming up through, but, it you know, it's, it's it's pretty tough doing this stuff.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, like I said, I don't know where you grew up, but, like, we grew up around – smallville, Iowa here there's two hundred and fifty people in the town. So like come winter time, we practice sliding a lot around the corners with the cars and stuff as long as the cop wasn't in town. So yeah. I don't know, you know, if it's if your second time out if you're sliding around the corner in the dirt and winning. That's that impresses me.
2: Yeah, well thank you. Yeah, it was uh it was pretty fun. You know, that was that was just you know, it was me at that time we were racing as a family as uh you know, me, my mom, my dad um you know my brother came along not too long after that um and he got involved and he tried to race a little bit but he wasn't uh he wasn't a whole lot into it so uh I you know I just became he he, he kind of became a mechanic was working for me for a while um you know and then as going up the ranks man it was just always it was always me and pops going to the racetrack and my brother would come uh, until he started playing baseball and uh you know that's just kind of how it was up until I got into the wing racing stuff and, and really it was just the last couple years it's kind of fizzled out you know my dad and I still raced together and stuff but uh you know we did we pretty much did my whole career together until I got to uh to the point where I guess you call uh, you'd say a quote-unquote professional
1: yeah yep. so so what I mean we have talked to a lot of people and it seems like I mean that is a really big trend in sprint car racing probably every kind of racing but you know where the driver and the dad you know, hook up, and they do a lot of the work on the car. They travel everywhere. They, you know, do all this racing together. You know, there there has to be moments that you kind of get on each other's nerves a little bit and stuff. But at the same time, that has to be absolutely outstanding.
2: Yeah, you know, it's uh, there's definitely a point in time where my dad and I got on each other's nerves. But uh, you know, we always got along pretty well together. It's a lot. You know, there's a lot of father son deals that you know kind of blow up or explode, or uh, you know, it's not a very healthy uh, working environment. So. Uh, I was pretty fortunate, you know, my dad's a pretty laid-back guy and kind of, you know, him and my pap all came around and he was racing with us for a while uh, so that'd be my dad's dad um, you know, and we just, uh, I don't know we all got along pretty well and we all, we all loved racing you know, my dad uh he was uh you know he raised quarter meters and go-karts and then he went into the pavement late mall stuff and uh my papa from you know when he was young he was always he was always working on cars and working on uh, race cars you know as he got older so uh it's just kind of been a whole family deal man it's uh you know they, they got they led me in the right direction and uh put me in this opportunity you bet. Yeah.
1: hey Tob, we have a first this is the first time we've been in the garage and it's been it raining. raining yeah <laughs> i think you brought the rain to us justin yeah
2: man it's uh i am telling you it's been raining here for for days dude it's uh you know we rained out this weekend at national open and it just hadn't stopped raining
0: yeah well, well you got well, that's i don't know if you want to call that a benefit of that hurricane a lot of people suffered from that but yeah we ain't had rain to speak of for quite a while
1: yeah this is the first rain in probably three weeks to yeah, a month here. i ain't even gonna guess but so but <laughs> i i i don't know maybe i'm wrong here but I think your season is a little bit like Jacob Allen's, Justin. I think you've kind of turned the corner and you got, what, eight All-Star wins or something like that this year. And um, you won uh, Ohio Speed Week, you know, your second in points in the All-Stars. Um, it's just been an outstanding season.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty good, man. We, you know, this my, my guys are pretty good. You know, I work with Sh- uh, Sean and Kurt Williamson, Um now car owner's Tom Book, You know, I mean, he's when I got in this deal, you know, he Tom already had those guys in place. Um, you know, Sean Sean's really good crew chief, and and uh, you know, Kurt Williamson does it does all of our suspension stuff, and um, you know, takes takes care of cars and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I mean, it's just when you work with a group of guys like that, man, it's um, you know, it makes your job a lot easier. You know, guys that kind of understand what you're saying, and uh, you know, go. This would, this would have been our second year together so You know, just had that extra time to gel and kind of understand each other, and kind of what we're expecting of each other. You know, I think that's had a lot to do with our success because you know the things that they're you know their typical stuff they want to do the race car. You know, I might not have been used to or you know didn't suit what I wanted to feel or what I was coming out and telling them or saying to them. You know, they kind of weed through the crap that I feed them. You know, and dial in on what's important. So I think you know that's that's kind of I feel like kind of what's led to our you know you know our extra success this year.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, is, is there a particular track style that suits you better? You like the three-eighths, a quarter-mile? Are you a half-mile guy or what do you prefer? Um, you know my fav-
2: my favorite style of racing would be bullring racing. You know, little little short track stuff. Uh, you know, I got to get all those up and really, uh, you know, really kind of send it. Um, you know, that's the kind of the way I want to race all the time. You know, I love. I, honestly, I like I like rough two step racetracks. It's uh, you know, I grew up in Indiana. You know, ran, and was running midgets and stuff like that. So uh, you know, I'm kind of I kind of like that stuff. I'm kind of used to it. You know, places with big big gnarly curbs. Um, you know, that, that's that's kind of the style I want I wanted to be
0: want to be doing. Yeah. That's, much, that's the kind we like to watch too You know, I, I, I love a race when lap traffic is three or four laps into the feature and it just makes it that much more exciting for us to watch
2: yeah it's, uh, it's, sometimes it's not all that exciting when you're
1: screwing up but it's fun when you do it
0: right <laughs> yeah. well nothing's that much fun when you're screwing up but. <laughs> yeah.
1: so. uh, I, I do think those bull rings do show a little bit of your driving ability though also
2: yeah it's just uh you know on the half mile stuff I mean it's uh, you're, you're a little bit more dependent on your setup uh, you know a little bit more dependent on your on your equipment um, yeah. you know the smaller the smaller trash can tend to be an equalizer a little bit sometimes um, you know but it's just it's uh you know, I almost feel like you know especially when you get on a big slick half mile or even even when the half mile is juiced up I mean it's just so so technical that, that one little slip up is uh, you know worth a lot and at least at the bullring stuff you can yeah. almost uh, you know if you make a mistake you can almost kind of compensate for it or maybe you know push you know be a little bit more aggressive the next corner um, and make up your mistake.
0: Well, you, like we were saying you take them little bullrings there's nights if the track is right you can get a guy with a 360 can run competitively with the 410s if conditions are right you know if it's a slick Um, track
1: maybe not with the all-stars but around around here if it's a dry
0: track you know it seems like the 360 can do all right
2: yeah it's uh yeah i think i would just depend on the situation right like yeah uh, like certain circumstances have to be right but yeah i mean it's just uh you know you could take a guy that uh you know if your setup's a little bit off you know your car's not you might not have the best race car on a racetrack but uh you know, you get a guy that can, uh, you know, figure out how to race a racetrack and, and, and what, you know, what uh, and figure out how to race the race car that he's given. Uh, you know, he might be able to make up for it. And um, At least for me personally, it's not that easy for me to do that on a half mile. So I, no, me yeah. do that On the quarter mile, stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, you you screw up at a half mile and you you lose two tenths of a second. Even that's a lot to make up.
2: Yeah, and it just seems like when you're going uh, you know, two two tenths on a half mile, it just seems it just seems like so much more because uh, especially when I got out in front of using clean air bandits, uh, yep. just makes it tough. As soon as you get to him, going to start making moves, you just start
0: losing the nose and, and the, air t- the air gets off the wing and everything it just starts
2: getting kind of kind of funky. But at least at the, um, you know, at least the smaller stuff, you're a little bit more sideways, so you kind of get your nose out of the out of the dirty air and kind of uh, keep the nose down. It Just makes it a little bit more maneuverable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, hey, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back at Hoagie's Garage with Justin Peck. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, around here this is the case, but I think with the All-Stars and really with almost every division that the level of competition has gotten so close. You know, there there's a lot of times there that maybe only certain guys really had a chance to win, but now on almost any given night, everybody has a chance to win. you do you kind of agree with that? What, what do you think the reason for that is? Um,
2: well, I think, uh, you know, I think some of it is we just, most of us all kind of have the same equipment now. Um, you know, I think, uh, it's taken a couple of years, you know, I, I can't really put a, you know, put a time span on it, but there's a, you know, I think it's just taken a couple of years for guys to catch up. And I think there's just more, uh, you know, there's a lot of attention on sport right now. There's more money being put into it. Um, you know, from sponsors, from owners, from drivers, from just in all aspects and, um, I think it's just brought the competition level up. Just, uh, you know, it lets guys kind of, kind of, like I said, buy all kind of get all the same equipment. Um, and then also the tire stuff too, well, with everything that's going on with who's your tire right now and, uh, you know, kind of being in a bit of a tire shortage, um, you know, I think you're, you're getting such fresh tires and different batches of tires that none of us had any cure time. So I think that also has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, you know, the level of consistency uh, that you're giving yourself when you hit the racetrack from night, you know, from night to night uh, can, tends to change just in, you know, from my experience, I almost think um, some of that has to do with the tires. And uh, I think that's why you're seeing a lot of different, lot of different teams win in, a lot of different drivers win in, um, and just, just kind of seeing a little bit more diversity.
0: Sure. Um, so as a fan, we sit and watch TV, you know, and, and I'm in the pits with the push truck. I understand some of it, maybe a little more than other people. But from the outside looking in, um, what do you think are some of the toughest parts of being a race car driver that maybe the fans don't get see all the time?
2: Uh, I'd say the toughest part is just the lifestyle, man, just, uh, you know, especially when you're, you know, late model guys are doing it and I know some modified guys are doing it and sprint car guys do it, but when you're, you know, a lot of us try and race, you know, 80 to a hundred times a year and, um. You know, that's just, and you're only doing it for nine months or 10 months or whatever your season is. So it's, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just tough, man. Getting up and down the road, it's just a lot of long nights and getting up, getting up early after you get no sleep and you ain't eating that well and you're dirty, you know, and you're at some random hotel in the middle of Missouri and you're like, what the hell am I doing with my
0: life? <laughs> that's probably, <laughs> why am I doing this? And then you have thing. a real good night and you're like, oh, God, I love this.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too. It's, uh, racing's probably got, man, it's probably got the highest ups and the highest downs. Um, and there's really, no being in the middle of it. So, uh, yeah. you better ride the wave when the highs go.
0: Yeah, when, when you can have a high on Friday night and hit that low on Saturday night. You know, it's Just that's part of dirt racing. All, all racing, but...
2: Yeah, it's uh, man, that's why we love the sport, man. That's why. That's what keeps us all coming back.
1: Yeah. You bet. Uh, so, if you don't have anything here, you don't really have to say it. But if you can make any changes to the All-Star Series about anything that they do, what... What are some of the things that maybe you would... See as an improvement. Yeah.
2: Um, uh, you know, I... I don't know. I mean, I think I think the All Stars do <clears throat> do a pretty solid job with what uh, you know as far as uh, you, the personnel they have in place and decisions those, those people make. I think I think most of that's usually really really well off. Um, one thing that I would like to see changes. I would just I would like to go to a couple different racetracks. Um, you know, I feel like we go to a lot of the same ones, <clears throat> um, and I know that we've been switching it up. And I think we I think they've done a really good job with that too. Um, there there I think there's a lot of cool tracks, man. Like at, like next you know we go to Wisconsin once a year. I think it'd be cool to maybe go out that way, maybe twice a year. You know. get to swing through indiana swing through illinois um stuff like that but uh with that being said i don't know what all it takes you know i'm not on that side of the stuff so i I don't know what all it takes to to get all that stuff pulled off but uh you know i know there's a lot of cool tracks um you know down like in oklahoma and around texas and stuff like that too so uh you know maybe uh maybe that maybe that'd be a change i'd make
0: yeah because i know i think well it's been a few years but i believe the all-stars used to come to houston's even Okay, yeah, Brandon, yeah, I think so. uh
2: 2019 or
0: 2020 I think they did that. Yeah. So, we wouldn't mind seeing you come back. So, if you can push <laughs> for that, that'd be great for us. That's that's you know, that's 20 minutes from us. So,
2: <laughs> Yeah, I know we did that a couple years ago. We went up that way and we did uh we went to uh we went like to Jackson, Minnesota. Yep. I think they went to Houston. So there might have been another one or two tracks that they ran up there, but um yeah, it, it, like I say, there's a lot of cool tracks out there that we haven't gone to where uh like i remember we went down in 2020 went down to that red dirt raceway in oklahoma and that, that place was pretty badass so I think, it, I think it'd be cool to go back there too
1: <laughs> i remember that one that was a lot of fun
2: yeah that was a uh, man a little boring man that's what i'm talking about a little boring puts on good racing yep. big curb man it's cool stuff
1: that's what we like <laughs> <laughs> so um does does the number on your car have any meaning i mean it's the exact same number that my buddy over here played with in softball his whole life. But, you know, we always deemed him as unlucky. So is there any, any reason why you have that number feeling the love?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's my car owner Tom's number, man. That's uh you know, i for as long as I remember he was, he was 13. So, uh, I guess, you know like uh, I guess I'm not really sure. I don't know why he, you know he wants his race car number 13 but uh, I mean for as long as I've been alive this you know his, he's owned, he's owned a sprint car and it's always had number 13 on it so I'm not changing it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, just so you know, bud, I had a buddy of mine selling these calendars for a golf course for a fundraiser where you can win a bunch of guns and mm-hmm. he had a stack of them. Yeah, and the numbers in there, and I got I picked out 1313 was the number of the booklet that I bought. So I'm, I'm still going with it being my lucky number. <laughs> the,
2: hell, yeah. The, I was going to say, it hasn't, it hasn't been too unlucky to me, so I'm sticking with it. There you go.
0: <laughs> well, that's all in people's heads anyhow. So, <laughs> so um, just so we get them out there, who are all the sponsors on your car? They like to be mentioned.
2: Yeah, we've, uh, we've got a pretty good group of guys behind us. We've got uh, Coastal Race Parts, uh, Big Spring Car Wash uh, speed toys, DMI, HP engines, uh, RPM chassis, uh, the tree center. Um, you know, we've got a lot of guys that, uh, you know, have been back in the team for a while. Um, and guys that have, uh, you know, kept their support up. Um, you know, for me, it'd be, it'd be Avanti, uh, the racing trading post, uh, Kramer craft, the joy, um, Simpson. So, um, you know, all those guys have a, have a big hand in getting us up and down the road or, uh, you know, keeping us safe, or, Um, you know, they put a lot into our team. So, uh, I do appreciate all those guys. Nice. Nice.
0: absolutely can't do without them that's for
1: sure no and who's who's your crew chief who who uh, all helps you on the car
2: yeah so we've uh like i said we've
1: got sean Straussball
2: as my crew chief um and i got Curtis williamson uh he runs around us as well um he's really good he you know he does all of our suspension stuff all of our shocks does the tire work um you know helps sean with the race car and um you know they've all been around the block man you know kurt kurt's dad was uh kramer williamson you know he was a Uh, In the Hall of Fame, legendary sprint car driver, Um, you know, kind of got Kurt going. uh, You know, worked with him forever, and then he went off and he did the NASCAR stuff for a while. Uh, You know, went and worked with JRI and, and Penske um shocks and you know, you know, he's come back and doing a sprint car thing and uh, you know, Sean my crew chief Sean, he's been you know, he's been on the road for a while. He's been doing this a long time. So uh he did the, he did stuff with uh you know Saldana and Pittman and uh, Blaney and guys like that. So uh we've got a lot of yeah ex- I'm really the you know, I'm pretty young and I, I'm I'm very inexperienced compared to these guys. I mean I uh you know, they've been up and down the road for years, and I'm just kind of getting used to it. So uh, it makes that's it nice when I kind of bounce ideas off of them. You know, where they kind of you know know a better way about of, uh, going about things and kind of steer me yep. in the right direction.
0: They've been there, done that already. So, yep. So, um. So we'll just wrap this up if that's right with you with them speed questions. Um. First one out. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream?
2: Uh, probably coffee. I love coffee ice cream.
0: Really? That's that could be a new one. Yep um cat or a dog person
1: dogs i've got two of them do you have any hobbies outside of racing
2: uh yeah i kind of do a little bit of everything i'd say my number one probably be golf though golf i like to fish a little bit um i don't know most of it's just about racing when i'm not racing i try to play golf or, or or uh or you know just go out to the bar or something i don't know
0: golfing and fishing though that's that's a good that's a good thing to do to kill some time
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I, have, uh, I spend way too many on way too much money on my golf clubs, and I lose two, way too many golf balls.
1: <laughs> well, just, <laughs> I was just gonna ask you, how good a golfer are you? Uh, I, hit, I hit
2: the ball down. The, I hit the ball down the course.
1: That way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do it it's Not always in right, a straight line. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Usually, I just get up to the tee box, and I'm like, "Which way's the green? All right, it's gonna end up somewhere yeah. the opposite way."
0: I have this. <laughs> I have this natural fade. I call it.
1: Some people call it a slice, but I call it a fade. It sounds better. Tob, your problem is you continue to talk while you're swinging. Well, that
0: don't hurt. That don't mean nothing. (laughs) That has nothing to do
1: with the swing. Uh, uh, What's your favorite movie? If you can think of one.
2: Probably Sandlot. I just watched that last night.
1: (laughs) That's a good movie.
0: Um, Snow or rain person? Rain. I hate the cold. And if you were going to be stranded on an island, what album, CD, genre, music, whatever, would you have to take along?
2: Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, I do like uh, like the new the new like hip hop rap stuff. um, But I really like I really like like uh, you know '80s rock and stuff like that too. So I mean, that would be tough. I'm undecided on that one. That'd have to be like in the moment decision.
1: (laughs) Take a couple with you. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to bring a couple. (laughs) So. Do you have a favorite place to go out to eat? Maybe something local or something on the road? Hmm. Uh, probably
2: Dunkin'. Because I always stop at Dunkin' in the morning and get coffee and a breakfast sandwich while I'm on the road. So that would probably be number
1: one. So you, you know, we had Dominic Celsey on last week. <laughs> and... He had to break that question down according to the food group. Yeah, we had to do Chinese <laughs> and sushi and steak, Steaks, and he, yeah. he broke he broke it all down for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that was that was really good. So, uh, yeah. What's your favorite holiday?
2: Uh, Christmas. I like Christmas. That's always it's always, like the Fort Wayne is always right around Christmas, and then not too long after that you got chili.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: Holidays are related to racing, so.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Every everything is, man. I can't like you. Have, that's just the only way I can go, like go through go through my week is that, like I have to base it. Off, I have to think about things based off of what what races around that time or what like what big event.
0: Yeah. Well, we we used to base our summers around fast pitch softball. When I quit playing, Fourth of July rolled around, and I didn't know what the hell to do because we were supposed to be in Hills, Minnesota, at a tournament.
1: That's right. <laughs> and that's
0: where I'd been for twenty some years, and then I didn't know what the hell to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what app on your phone do you use the most?
2: Twitter. Man, I, I feel like I spend way too much time on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, how many speeding tickets do you have?
2: One. Actually, I only have one. And I'm, I'm really not sure how, because I should probably have a million of them, but I've only gotten one.
0: Well, this will make the next question more fun, then.
2: Yeah,
1: so what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway?
2: On the highway? Um, well, the fastest I've ever driven... Was probably it was probably around 150, 160 ish it was in my buddy's uh, it was in my buddy's charger. But I've been with him and he I know he's had to have gone at least at least one hundred and eighty in that thing.
0: <laughs> That's getting down the road. You better have a flat stretch you can see for a while at that speed.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I, I seventy I seventy around in like once you get outside Indianapolis, you can uh, you can get rolling. Problem is, is there's a bunch of potholes. So you got to watch
1: out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this this next one we probably know the answer to already, but
1: yeah, what's what's your favorite drink? Uh, Miller Lite.
0: Miller Lite. <laughs> we were guessing that from Victory Lane all Miller's the time. is so. Doug Clark's Yep, Doug Clark likes Miller Lite. <laughs> and um, if money was not an option or not a problem, I should say, if you could own any car or vehicle in the world, what would you like to have? Um,
2: I would probably. Ooh, man, that's a good question. Um. I would probably own a, a – honestly, I'd probably just own a Formula One car because then I would just I, – I could take it to the, to the course.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That'd be all right. There you go. Uh, Justin, thanks so much for coming on. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to bring up or anything like that?
2: Uh, no, I just want to say thanks for having me on, man. It's uh I always, always like getting on podcasts and talking a little bit. So, uh, <laughs> like I said, I appreciate
1: it. Well,
0: Thanks a lot for coming again, and best of luck the rest of the season, and best of luck next year.
1: Yep, yeah, thanks guys. Have All a good one. You All too. Right. Thank you. Bye. I'd like to thank Octane Inc. from T. South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, Side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, They also do coolers. And they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, You name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing. And I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc., You can contact them by calling 605 213 8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. And we're back at Hoagie's Garage. I know I say it every week. I liked it. Another good cast, nice guy. You know, we just find out more and more about every race car driver. I think that's what I like about yeah. this podcast. We have a blast talking to them. Yep. But I think, you know, what we try to do is just get the everyday race man yeah. like us more information about the driver. You know, there's probably way better podcasts than ours. But and he's from Indiana, by the way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> good thing we but, didn't guess. And, you know, so we found out that, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. those are just things that we, you know, so we, we had to t- try to do. We, we just. We had it covered when we said somewhere between here and the East Coast. There you go. So we covered it. It's a lot of states
0: between here and there, but
1: and and we had our first. You know, we're going to have to I'm going to have to listen to this cuz you don't listen to them. but <laughs> I'm I'm going to have to listen to this and see how bad the rain was yeah. cuz at one time it was coming down pretty <laughs> good. pretty good. So, Sounded good anyhow on the roof, so. Yeah. So we have a metal roof and you know what this is going to be good for though. Yeah? Share with me. The green oh you're green behind I've, I've your house n- probably never talked about this on before no. but uh, uh my son is going in sports turf management and we built a green during covid and um this last year we decided to actually about a month ago take the racetrack that we had out in the back for our rc cars and uh built uh an addition onto yeah. our putting green now I'm not sure you maybe shouldn't have mentioned that we
0: took the racetrack out because this is a racing podcast <laughs> bud so I'm like we should have maybe just said you expanded to,
1: your green told the boss said the bo- it's okay. time for the racetrack okay. to go well
0: then that's understood. everybody understand that <laughs> we won't mention the boss's name um uh,
1: but uh so how's
0: missy doing anyhow <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah but hey if anybody needs us to build a green for him you gotta dial in it. yeah absolutely so it does look nice i'll give you credit for that yep, i have seen it so, yep, so. but hey Thanks again to Justin. Yep. We wish him the best. Yep. Best of luck. Finish out the year yep. next year. And then, you know, the way he's racing this year, watch out next year. Yeah, I'm just saying. Would, yeah. If he sticks with the
0: same team and all that and same guys, he's going to be impressive next year again. So. You bet. All right.
1: Well, we're all out we got. Till... I got to go home. Maybe go to bed. Right. <laughs> Good night.